This is Scott Vanderplu, and you're listening to the Artist Edition Index Podcast, Episode 48. I went down to the St. James Infirmary, found my baby there, stretched out on a long white table, so sweet, so cold, so bad. Thank you for joining me once more where we take the written word from the Artist Edition Index and bring it to life, or as much life as I can muster in my voice. You can find the Artist Edition Index at aindex.org, and uh, all the articles we discuss are there. You can contact me, scott at aindex.org. You can find us on Facebook at facebook slash Artist Edition Index, at Twitter at aeindex, and... Uh, one other place, Instagram, at AE Index. These are something. All right. Let's get into this month. Uh, it's getting quieter, it seems. Um, we've just, November saw the last AE format book to be released for the year of 2020, and that was Michael Golden's Micronauts Artist Edition. We won't see anything else this year. So that's a bit sad when we see the year wrap up like that. And if we look at the year of what was published, and you can find that on the site. Uh, if we look at 2020, we see one, two, three, four, six books. So, six books were published last year, six books this year. The big difference is in 2019, um, four of the six books were from IDW, one from Image, and one from Hermes Press. And for 2020, we saw two books from IDW in the last six months of the year. One book from Graffiti Designs, two books from Fantagraphics, and one book from Wayne Allen Herald. So 2020 saw an equal number of releases from Fantagraphics and IDW in the AE format category. So there'll be some interesting voting. I'm working on uh, working on December's poll and January's poll because January's poll is the uh, Scott Dunbar Awards, and uh, December's poll is uh, you'll see it soon enough. It's uh, but it will, I'll give the listeners here a sneak preview. It's it's uh, pick your favorite artist edition, and it's only artist editions. It's not artifact editions or any other publisher because this is the tenth anniversary of the artist edition. First one being released in 2010. I'm trying to celebrate this year since IDW isn't celebrating it at all, and uh, I've done that a few ways. One is uh, there's been a new image posted to Instagram every day from the first book, so I think we're up to the 13th book. We're going to start the 14th book very soon. So we may even get to the 15th book by the end of the year. I don't think I'm going to carry that Instagram account on further with one photo a day. I'm not seeing. sure I see the return uh, in the time invested. It's nice to have it. I may put some special things up or maybe put articles up, but uh, since no links can be posted inside Instagram, uh, people open it up, they see the picture, they like it, and that's it. So I, I, I'm not seeing a, a driving um, to the site from there. So it was well worth doing for the anniversary, but like I said, I'm, I'm, I, I won't continue on the uh, photo a day work on Instagram. Um, the feature of this month and this podcast, uh, we'll be talking about the article I did, uh, the artist edition of 10 years in the beginning. That was posted last week. And it's got some good hits. It's a history of the first five artist editions. We'll discuss that in a few minutes. All right, let's get to uh, a few things before that. Let's talk about shipping changes. I don't think there have. I don't think there has been any this month. Um, 
Every book now, as I said, we're looking at 2021. Jack Kirby's Fantastic Four Artisan Edition is still scheduled for January 27th. I could move. We don't know. The Best of Amparella Magazine Art Edition. I don't think that's really happening. I think Diamond just keeps moving it. We'll see, though. I mean, Jim Lee's X-Men Artist Edition has been moved to February 17th. That sounds pretty solid. John Romita's The Amazing Spider-Man Artisan Edition. That's a new Artisan Edition they announced. That's scheduled for March 17th. I hope that comes out. Every other one has seen a delay, so maybe that one won't see delay because of the advance listing. And then we have EC Covers Artist Edition, which was bumped all the way to June 23rd. As I say, none of these are really new um, dates. They existing dates from previous months, or from last month at least. Uh, the shipping changes are, I, I check every day. I, the, nothing's posted on the weekend, so it's a Monday to Friday kind of thing. And then I make the update on the site. All right. That's it for shipping changes. Now, no solicitations this month. Solicitations, solicitations came out, but there were no AE format books solicited. So I think that's just the way it goes. Um, on the forum there, the Tap Talk forum, Scott Dunbeer again reiterated that uh, he's shooting for four AE format books a year from IDW. Now, that's the case last year, but this year only two. Then we saw a lot of movement from books from this year getting moved to next year. And then we're still waiting for announcements of other books. We'll have to see what 2021 brings. Maybe the Fantastic Four, Fantastic Four. Maybe the Bernie Wrights and uh, Frankenstein book will finally see a solicitation and not just a uh, announcement. All right, that's about that. That's uh, wow. When uh, nothing new uh, happens, I guess things uh, really slow down. All right, let's look at sales numbers. Artist edition out of print sales for October 2020. This is where I look at sales on eBay. Try and track them in the most stable as for me as well. Uh, when I put the links up, there are affiliate links. So uh, eBay affiliate links do quite well for me. Let's talk what sold last month on eBay. Two copies of Alien, the Illustrated Story. The original art edition for an average of 123.26. I mean, there's a book that languished uh, undercover for years. And then it seems... With uh, COVID-19 and people being at home, I'm seeing a lot more online purchasing. And I think this year, I don't know if there's suddenly people realizing that these books are available, but we're seeing a price increase uh, across the board. All right. Bernie Wright's an artifact edition. First print, one copy sold for 125 cover price. So, uh, you know, there you go. Disprove my theory immediately. And one copy of the second print sold for 119.95. One copy of Best of EC Comics Volume 1 sold for $99. Wow. Another well undercover. It was 125 cover when it came out in July 10th of 2013. Somebody got a good deal for 99. All right, two copies of Bill Sienkiewicz's Mutants and Moon Knights and Assassins Artifact Edition, averaging 220.60. And there's a book that I think I think we're just going to see continue to climb. That may be up there, uh, staying as one of the highest books as David Mazzuccelli's Dare of a Morning in Ours Edition, which is further down our list. But two copies of that sold for 214.97 average. Interesting. All right, I'm skipping ahead there. Dave Cockrum's X-Men Artifact Edition. Two copies sold for an average of 163.82. One copy of Dave Stevens' The Rocketeer Artist Edition sold for 175, the first print. And one copy of the second print sold for 166.03. Two copies of ElfQuest Gallery Edition sold for an average of 92.49. One copy of Frank Cho's Savage Wolverine sold for 100. Three copies of Gil Kane's Amazing Spider-Man sold for an average of 108.93. Two copies of Jack Davis's EC Stories for an average of 184.48. 
two copies of Jack Kirby's Fantastic Four Artist Edition sold for, for an average of 139.23, and one copy of Jack Kirby's Fantastic Four The World's Greatest Artist Edition, that's the twice up one, sold for 100. Four copies of Jack Kirby's Marvel Heroes and Monsters Artist Edition sold for an average of 170.90. Now there's a book that came out in 2018 for a cover price of 150, and that's four copies averaging over cover. That's wow. Two copies of Jack Kirby's The Mighty Thor Artist Edition sold for an average of 120.73. One copy of Jim Lee DC Legends sold for 125. Two copies of Joe Kubert's Tarzan of the Apes sold for an average of 94.50. One copy of John Byrne's Fantastic Four Artist Edition sold for 103.27. Two copies of John Byrne's X-Men Artifact Edition sold for an average of 289.95. I don't know what's going on there. One, I, it's just a desire for a Christmas gift. I don't know. Two copies of John Romita's Amazing Spider-Man Artist Edition sold for an average of 143.52. We'll have to watch that in the coming months with the artifact uh, with the Artisan Edition announced. I wonder if we'll see sales on that go down. I mean, that is, that's a very early book from February 1st, 2012 that had a cover price of um, $100. It actually stayed in print for a good long time or stayed available from the first print for a good long time. All right, one copy of Michael Golden's Micronauts Artist Edition sold for $149.99. I know that's surprising. This is a book that just came out this month. I'm talking about um, its review later on in this podcast, and it's already out of stock. So that this, this one came and went. So... That's one copy sold before it was released in October. All right, three copies of B. P. Craig Russell's Murder Mysteries and Other Stories Artist Edition sold for an average of eighty-eight thirty-three. Two copies of P. Craig Russell's Strange Dreams Artist Edition sold for an average of one twenty-six ninety-six. One copy of Ross Andrews' The Amazing Spider-Man Artist Edition sold for ninety-nine ninety-five. One copy of Star Wars Dark Times Guide Edition sold for sixty-five. One copy of Steranko Next Year Agent of Shield. First print sold for one eighty nine ninety nine. Two copies of Walt Simonson's Thor Harness Edition sold for an average of eighty five fifty six. So there's a book from twenty eleven, the second Artist Edition, selling for undercover. One copy of Will Eisner's The Spirit Artist Edition sold for one hundred five fifty. And that's our sales. So well, I mean we ha- there are some increases, and there seems to be demand coming for books that we haven't seen demand for in a while but a lot of books with no sales in the month as well so an interesting take on the whole thing all right no sales numbers from anything else because we haven't had any uh, this, this november micronauts was the first sale we've had of any AE format book so next month i'll be looking for those sales numbers in december all right it's a good time to take a little uh, break from this and uh, I mentioned uh, affiliate sales and I'd like to say that there's a I th- I'd want to thank everybody who supports the Artist Edition Index either through clicking on the links on the site for the books or through Patreon uh, those are the two best ways to support the site with Patreon you can sign up and spend a dollar or more whatever you want uh, and just be a supporter of the site keep us keep the lights on so to speak uh, otherwise uh, all the links on the site for purchase are all affiliate links for me, things from another world, eBay, Forbidden Planet. Those, you know, that uh, gives me a few percentage of points off your purchase. It doesn't, you know, cause you any anguish, and uh, there's a reward for it. So it's uh, it's good for me all around and for you. All right, let's talk the two articles that went up online this month, and that's the Artist Edition: Ten Years in the Beginning, and Michael Golden's Micronauts Artist Edition. So. 
This was, you know, I, I struggled uh, this year. I This article, I worked on it for maybe three, four months, just gathering links, um, you know, piecing it together, artwork. What do I want to say? How much do I want to say? What do I want to look at? I'll give you the just the quick blurb, and then I'll just talk about the article. Ten years ago, IDW launched the first artist edition, creating a new format and collected comics and establishing themselves as the preeminent original art publisher. Since then, 116 similar volumes from 13 publishers have hit the market, an astounding achievement archiving comics history. And yet these volumes are still relatively unknown in and out of the comics market. Let's take a look at the milestones of this format from the last decade. I'll be weaving the tale of the first few artist editions, providing quotes around each release and commentary by those involved, an oral history in this internet age, along with my personal experiences as this new format emerged. I wanted to, you know, piece it together from quotes for... um, there was no need to try and piece anything together from reviews since they they were slim on the ground. I tell you, that's the I really didn't get heavy into reviews until much later than this. And actually, the Rocketeer was one of the I don't know. I had already reviewed a hundred books before I reviewed the Rocketeer. It was just so far back that I never went back and you know did it. But um, the article is well worth reading. I cover, like I said, I cover the five first artist editions that were released. That's the Rocketeer in 2010, announced in 2010. Um, Walter Simonson's The Mighty Thor, announced in 2011, released in 2011, and then three more books announced in 2011, and that was Wally Wood's EC Stories, John Romita's The Amazing Spider-Man, and... Will Eisner's The Spirit. Now, there's some interesting things there. We all, I also talked about any variants they did, which were quite a few. The Remarks, which were, there were two of. Signed editions. There was a lot going on with these early books. They were really, you know, the it was, uh, it's well worth reading the whole article. But it's interesting with The Rocketeer, it was announced that it was going to be only through available through IDW. I remember I immediately put my order in on the website and, uh, and then a little bit later was announced that it would be available through Comic Store, so I canceled my online order. And then we saw, you know, that was a, a year went, that was uh, announced in March, and then we saw a year go by, and then we saw the next one announced. And I thought, oh, is this, you know, is this going to be an annual thing? And then, you know, it was announced, uh, the Simonson store was announced at WonderCon, which is early in the year. And then, you know, by San Diego, they had three more books announced. And then later, in 2012, we saw a lot more books. And that was sort of the... Things were really rolling. And then, you know, at, at one point, it got to... Uh, we were... In 2015, IDW released 13 AE format books. I mean, it was just steamrolling. It was There was no stopping it. And then, you know, we got to 2019, and it was down to four books. And then we got to 2020, and it's two books from IDW. And things have really changed. I mean, there is a, this is, there's a lot of books, right? There's no question. Um, to date, there's been 63 artist editions, including this last one, uh, the Michael Golden's Micronauts. And then we see the Artifact editions. We see Artisan editions. So it's a good, healthy number of books. And we hope it will continue. But, you know, it's, it's hard to say. Numbers are dropping, right? So other publishers have come in and uh, you know they've made some output and but kept it rather limited uh, you know dark horse was probably the, the big leader there for a while they were really pushing books out and then that really tapered off 
And then we saw Graffiti Designs pick it up and have a, a decent amount of output. And now they've, uh, the book they had announced, or they actually hadn't announced it, but they told me that it was coming out. That's been delayed to 2021. There's no point in even, you know, pushing for it further. We have to wait and see. DC's all over the place. The, the shakeup's going on there. Um, first, IDW, they weren't, D- DC was not allowing IDW to do any more artist editions, and now I don't even know if they're allowing any publisher to do. That's Graffiti Designs, and most of their books, all except one, are from DC. I'm wondering if that's a delay, or if they're just, maybe, you know, what the existing contract shows, how many books they still have left. Well, worth looking at as the future brings, but as a consumer, all we can do is hope. But as I say, well worth uh, reading the article. I had a lot of quotes. And I give some feedback, but I, as well, to the quotes and my own limited recollections of that time period. But like I said, it's interesting to see how much was written about these books. And even, you know, uh, interviews Scott Dunbeer was doing at the time. And then, but as I say, how few reviews there actually were. And, you know, as it continues today still, it feels like when you see a review, you know, half the review is spent, you know, talking about what an artist edition is. And then they cover some material, and then, you know, maybe we'll see an image of the book in interior, but very awfully not. It's an interesting quote uh, from the article I just wanted to mention from Walter Simons, and he said this in 2011. He said, I do think that the general idea of publishing facsimile editions is something that's going to be a little tough to do on a broad scale. You'll have to kind of pick and choose, and you'd, you'd have to see what was available. And isn't that really sum up the entire AE format? Who's got artwork? Where is it available? Can you collect it? And is a publisher willing to let you do it? That seems to be, I mean, really, the bulk of the material is Marvel and DC, right? So, And Marvel and DC don't seem interested in doing these kind of books themselves. So that means they have to let other publishers do it. Marvel and IDW seem to have a very strong relationship. So that's nice to see. But, again, we'll see what the future holds. All right. My other article this month is a review and that is Michael Golden's Micronauts Artist Edition it was released on November 4th let me give you the blurb Michael Golden is regarded as one of the masters of comic art and his long out of print Micronauts is regarded as the holy grail among his many legions of fans now through special arrangement with Marvel Comics and Hasbro IDW is proud to present Golden's Micronauts work in the multi-Eisner award winning artist edition format this gorgeous edition prepared with full cooperation of Michael Golden will feature six complete issues Micronauts 3, 7, 8, 9, 11, and 12. Plus, an incredible gallery section crammed full of story pages. Something from each issue drawn by Golden. Covers, pinups, and more. Over 60 pages worth, making this the one book no Michael Golden fan can afford to miss. Uh, 12 by 17 inches, 184 pages, $150. This is the first uh, price increase IDW's done on this size in quite a few years. Um, right in 2010 and 11, we saw the 12 by 17 format size at 100 uh, then it went to 125 and it stayed there since 2013. And now we see a price increase of 175 So we should, accept, we should expect books larger than this going forward to be 175 So those are the new price points for IDW. Uh, other publishers are already actually either at that or beyond that. So I guess it's just time for IDW to catch up. All right, uh, you know, I didn't put this in the uh, article because I don't put disclaimers like this, but I, I don't like Micronauts, and um, this book didn't change my mind. Um, this is earlier Golden artwork. If you're familiar with, I came to Golden with the Nam, 
and the DC, some DC stuff and some other things, uh, Marvel fanfare. So this is pre that work to me. He's still establishing his style. Uh, the artwork is quite nice. It's, uh, you know, as any artist edition, you will get some insights into the artist and the uh, technique used. And original art is gorgeous. But, uh, yeah, this material is just not for me. I did find the, I don't know if it's, uh, they switch printers. Let me go to the top here and see what they mention about where it's printed. Uh, printed in China. I found the the binding was tight, a bit tight. Now, the you know, only where the signatures are, were glued together. Now, that's the signature is a collection of paper. Books are put together, you know, how many sheets of paper. Uh, they're folded in half, sewn in the middle, and then those are all put together bound, and that's how a book is put together. So I the, where the signatures meet, there's glue, and I found there the glue is a bit aggressive uh, on this volume, and I had so pages uh, wouldn't uh, lay flat, or I had to actually hold them open where the signatures met. Uh, you know what's nice about this is the uh, the, the wealth of ancillary material or the uh, the gallery section. There's a lot of stuff here, and it's you know it's funny how original art and color come together because. Um, I really do like black and white art. I love the look of original art, but when you see something and you see where col original color's been applied by the artist or something, it always pops. It always stands out. And this book's got some interesting color techniques where the artist had color overlays that he wanted to employ. Let me give the production note uh, that's in the book here. Just uh, some background. Several pages in this book have color holds, also known as surprints, a process in which the artist draws images on separate sheets, usually vellum, and the line art is then converted to specific colors for effect in the finished comic. In this book, we have scanned the available overlays, at times more than one per page, and digitally incorporated them into the final art, mimicking the colors as originally printed. So you see some pages, and then you'll see there's blues and yellows and greens and things. And it's interesting when you look at this, uh, I think I think IDW did the right thing here, and I, we've seen it other times when digital production is added into this original, very analog art that was produced. Uh, I'm talking about maybe Frank Cho's Savage Wolverine, where the art, uh, the word balloons were added digitally. Um, graffiti Designs has done this several times, and I've always uh, appreciated. I like to be able to read this as a comic, and then go back and read. You know, if you want to, then you can read the other material uh, as it was published. But it's nice to be able to read uh, the book as a comic. And uh, like I said, a lot of color, a lot of covers in the back, a lot of promotional material. It looks like there's a really good selection of items uh, of Michael Golden's artwork, uh, not only from the books, but the ancillary material as well. So it's a well-produced book. And I, like I said, you know, the, um, there's a lot here if you're a Michael Golden fan. And a lot here if you're a Micronauts fan. So th those are definitely... Um, now, I don't know the print run, the production, because IDW doesn't release that information. But, I mean, to see this book um, sell through at Diamond and then, um, you know, it's going to sell out at IDW uh, in the first month of release, that's that's astounding. We really don't see that very much anymore. Probably because I think the publisher... It's interesting now. You think, well, is the publisher producing more for a future? Or are they concerned... As we get into this, you know, as I said, this is the 63rd Artist Edition from IDW, not, not including art, Artifact Editions, right? So how many of these books do they want to uh, keep in stock, keep in a warehouse, 
and maybe take years to sell. We look at these early artist editions, and there's some of them took a very long time to sell through. I'm just looking at my index here because I keep saying 63 artist editions and artifact editions. I'd like to see how many. So Dave Cockrum's artifact edition was the last artifact edition to be published. Let's go up and see what the publisher numbered it as. Uh, Dave Cockrum, do-do-do, scrolling on a podcast is not the way to go. Dave Cockrum, it was number 12. So 63 artist editions and 12 artifact editions make 75 full-size art books in total. So that's a good number for sure. Uh, let's see what Michael, let's see what was in the, uh, right, it should be listed as the 63rd. No, they say artist edition number 64 in the book. That's interesting. Uh, so that means this jumped one of the other books, right? Is now are they still giving a number, assigning a number to say uh, Don Rosa's volume two that we haven't seen yet? Let's go back. Let's let's go back and check another review then. All right, so we've had a bunch of artifact editions this year. So Dave Cochran we had, and then last year we had Burns artifact edition. Walter Simonson's Marvel Star Wars artist edition was the last artist edition published before. Michael Golden's artist edition. We otherwise we saw artifact editions. Let's go to that review and see what the uh, colophon says number that is. It says number 63. So where am I going wrong here? Actually, I'm only showing 62 artist editions. Interesting. I think it's time to uh, hit the numbers and see where I'm going wrong here because I seem to be... Uh, I seem to only show 62, including Goldens, and I was thinking it didn't include Goldens. All right, well, there you go. Listen to me ramble as I, uh, you know, think and discuss the minutia of AE format books. I guess that's why you're here, isn't it? Anyways, that's my review. I, uh, go online, check it out. Lots of photos. Drink it in. Decide uh, if this is the book for you, and then please jump on eBay and try and get yourself a copy because that's the only place you're going to find it now. Wow, that's crazy, isn't it? All right, um, no mail, reader mail this month, really. I got an email from a podcast uh, stat company, Pod Status, and I don't want to sign up for them. So it's it's interesting, though. They say, uh, you know, we're always talking about uh, hungry in this podcast. So apparently, this my podcast is took the forty fifth position in the category of books in Hungary from Apple Podcasts. So in Hungary, in the books category, this podcast is number 45. I mean, I guess that in a buck will buy me. I don't know. But that's always interesting. Stats, right? There's lies, true lies, and you know statistics. All right. Thank you for joining me here. I think I butchered as many quotes as possible this month. Uh, next, look next month. Oh, it's, uh, look at this. I'm wrapping it up. And you know what we didn't talk about this month? We didn't talk about the... The poll this month. Unbelievable how things slip by. The artist edition next poll for November 2020 by our good friend David Chicoy and Patreon patron says some of the best comics of the past decades came from smaller publishers yet managed to build an insane following and some already have an artist edition style book. Which other amazing well, you know, I, I got a grant. What, what other amazing book should get the AE treatment? I need to edit this. Alright, so Options are American Flag by Howard Chaikin, The Incal. Incal, Incal, I hear people pronounce it two different ways. I'd love to hear, uh, you know, I've got to find a Mobius interview and see how he pronounces it. Powers by Michael Avon Oming. 
Scott Pilgrim by Brian Lee O'Malley, and Tank Girl by Jamie Hewlett. So currently it's the 30th of November, so the votes, we got 41 votes for the Inkle, 35 votes for American Flag, that's where I voted for, 11 votes for Powers, 7 votes for Tank Girl, and 1 vote for Scott Pilgrim. Now if you look at the Scott Pilgrim artwork, it is so simple. As far as, I mean, the, uh, I really, uh, it's, yeah, I mean, it was first premise in black and white. So the art is fairly straightforward. Uh, it's a simpler art style, I guess. Uh, not a lot of blacks, but it's always nice to see something at one boat. Uh, I, yeah, as always, I'm pushing for Chaken, 100%. I would love to see American Flag. It's I've talked to Chaken about it. He, you know, he sells his artwork immediately. He's never hold on to anything. Doesn't know where any of the artwork is. Uh, Scott Dunbeer. It's been, I've talked with him about it too. The, the artwork is just not readily available. It's all scattered. But I think if a concerted effort went forward from Chaken fans, hey, who's got this artwork? Who's got pages? Can we gather something together? This is what I was thinking in the back of my mind with Graffiti Designs. Uh, they have done, if they're having trouble with DC, I would love to see them work with some, maybe some other publishers. I'd love to see some first comics uh, material done as a gallery edition. And then, you know, leading the charge would be this. American flag, right? Love to see this. This and the Times Squared graphic novels are my favorite Chaykin material. Uh, his art, you know, as, as everybody, his artwork style um, changed. And I'm not the biggest fan of where it is the last decade or two. But this early stuff I'm really a fan of. You, It's dramatic to see maybe his, like his Star Wars art, which we've seen in an artist edition. And then you look at the, go to the poll and check out the pages I have listed up there. At one point I owned some American flag artwork, but I sold all my artwork years ago. Very interesting to see. So please go and vote. I, um, I got all the voting fixed. Uh, I don't know how many problems I had where no matter what I did with the settings, it was deleting the votes after 30 days, which is wholly aggravating. But uh, that's taken care of now, so you can, uh, you can go back to last month's poll and see the numbers are still there, and you can vote on it. And then the earlier polls, if you have the energy, go back and re-vote. I'd love to keep them going. And I use a plugin called Forminator, and Forminator's made some recent changes. You can now have expired polls. So for the first time, the uh, 2020 Scott Dunbeer Awards will be done with Forminator. So that format that you see in the monthly poll will be carried over to the uh, annual awards so looking forward to that as i said six books will be voted on in january so please gear yourself up for that check out the reviews i'll have links to all that as always uh, it goes live january 1st closes january 31st and the uh, winners announced february 1st all right so thanks for joining me that was a weird deviation there um follow me first off the website aeindex.org that's where the magic happens you know, I recap the magic on this podcast, but there's, there's no replacing uh, what's going on on the website. It's, you know, the written word and the pictures, right? It's all about the images. Follow me on Facebook uh, slash Artist Edition Index, Twitter at A Index, Instagram at A Index. Always the Tapa Talk forums. There's a link right there on the top of my site there. Click on the forum and go and join that discussion. It's well worth it. Um, Scott Dunbar invited uh, four members to a, a Zoom chat um, on Monday. No, last Friday. And uh, we t- got a chance to talk about some things. People asked questions. We learned a little bit about what may be coming next year. So those little things, uh, well worth joining the discussion um, on the forums. Thank you. And uh, again, any question, please email me, scott at index.org. 
I love to get questions. Reader mail is mentioned on the podcast here. And depending on what is asked or what is answered, that inspires me uh, to make a correction or a fix or something like that on the website. All right, thank you, and we will. you'll hear from me again next month. Let her go, let her go, God bless her. Wherever she may be, she can search this wide world over. She'll never find a sweet man like me.